Good morning. Today is April 13th, 2017. My name is Taina Evans, and we're at the Fort Hamilton Library as part of the Our Streets Our Story project with the Creative Aging Workshop Tell Us Story. I'm sitting with Judith Collins. Hi, Judith. Why don't you begin by telling us your Brooklyn story? Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad to have people that are interested in hearing my Brooklyn story. Um, I was born in Brooklyn um, on February 2nd, 1945 at Caledonian Hospital, which is no longer in existence. Um, and my parents um, were living at that time in East Flatbush. So I actually was um, raised in East Flatbush. But I did have a Bay Ridge connection when I was um, 13. I went to Bay Ridge High School. So I had a chance to come out to this area and I liked it out here. I studied Spanish in Bay Ridge High School and I pursued uh, Spanish as my major at St. Joseph's College. And uh, as well as uh, I had a, I studied, I also uh, studied uh, secondary teaching and with my credentials, when I graduated from college, I began as a Spanish teacher in junior high school. Um, was it junior high school in Brooklyn? That you uh, yes, it was down in, uh, well, we, I began actually in Greenpoint. The school hadn't been completely finished. It was still under construction but uh, it was the first school to be named after a Puerto Rican on the mainland. And it was Eugenio Maria de Ostos. And after about a year and a half school, we went to the new building in Williamsburg. And it was, um, you know, really a nice building and um, you know, we were, I was happy to be there. Uh, we had, um, you know, many, you know, it was a crowded school. I had a chance um, as a teacher in a Puerto Rican, largely <clears throat> Puerto Rican neighborhood, I had the opportunity uh, to travel down to Puerto Rico on a scholarship with other teachers um, who came from, um, you know, who worked in the Puerto Rican neighborhood, and I was down there in my second year, after my second year of teaching, studying in Puerto Rico and touring the island. So I had, you know, a unique opportunity um, to really have a human relations workshop in Puerto Rico. Uh, everything was, um, you know, very, you know, people were very uh, cordial and warm, and it was a wonderful experience. Um, you know, it was a, 
a time in, in this country when there was a lot of, you know, they would, you know, we went through teacher strikes and, <clears throat> you know, things. What year? Well, that was 1967, 68. Um, so there were, you know, things happening. Uh, strikes, you know, created dissent, you know, with different groups of teachers. Um, I, you know, was a member of the union and I, you know, I went out on strike and picketed and you know, did what we had to, you know, what we had to do. Um, but <clears throat> it was, you know, a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, we, I can remember, you know, being at work when we got the news that Martin Luther King was assassinated. And uh, we were told, you know, they were gonna close the schools to get home, you know, and we left, it was, you know, pretty, um, you know, a tumultuous times. But, you know, I was, you know, I was glad to have a job and to be working and um, to be, you know, accomplishing something which I thought was worthwhile. I was also going for uh, graduate school. I was going to graduate school at Brooklyn College so that I could, um, mass credits to get, you know, increases and increments in my pay. Is that what the teachers were striking about? Well, we were striking really about, um, you know, more pay. Um, and, you know, in the final analysis, we did get, you know, the, the strike was effective, you know. Um, we did get better pay, you know, and that, that did help, um, you know, went a long way to uh, help people. And then in a few years, then they had, a, you know, a very good uh, retirement, you know, uh, package and uh, they had a savings plan. They were one of the first in the country to have the tax deferred annuity, which um, really is a godsend, you know, now as a retiree to have, you know, a, a matter, you know, a means to be able to keep up with the standard of living. So, um, what year did you finish graduate school? Well, I guess it was around 1970. You know, I had, um, I had gotten uh, state certification, permanent state certification in Spanish, so that was a big milestone and uh, and a big, you know, help to me um, with the, you know, with my job. So did you stay uh, teaching over at Greenpoint after you Well, completed? I was Greenpoint, then Williamsburg, and then later I was, uh, I transferred to another junior high school in Bushwick. And I worked there for, I was in Bushwick actually about 17 years. And uh, that, you know, it was tougher because the children were older, you know, and, but I still, you know, I was working there teaching Spanish and, uh, 
you know, I had, you know, made very, you know, uh, close bonds with a lot of the other teachers there, and, you know, I have a lot of memories, positive memories. What's the name of the school? Well, that was Halsey Junior High School, 296. No, no, I, uh, what I did was I, I wanted to keep, you know, keep active and uh, there were opportunities. Fortunately, you know, there were opportunities then and unfortunately people don't have um, as far as I was able to obtain scholarships and grants. And with those opportunities, I went back to school. I went to Long Island University. I got um, a master's in education and then um, reading so that I had, I did, um, a, taught bilingual Spanish. It was a remedial program for children that needed the help of the two languages. And after that, you know, I saw that there was a, a need for uh, education evaluators that were bilingual. So I had the credential, I went back to, um, I went back again to Long Island University and took more courses in special education. And I was able to get a job as an education evaluator in, uh, in Bushwick in District 32. And uh, that, was a good experience. I was able to work on a team with people and we did Spanish evaluations and I was very happy to be able to use my Spanish, you know, to help and work on a smaller, in a smaller way with family and really get to know children's uh, needs and wants, you know, in a way that you couldn't as a classroom teacher. So I liked evaluation so much that I, there had been a, there was a big drive uh, for bilingual school psychologists. So I went back to Long Island University and I got a uh, psychology degree, you know, when I had my bilingual certification. So I was able to, you know, I went to for a, I took a sabbatical because I really wanted to learn about the clinical practice and I went to a program that was uh, actually at, at the, the, the uh, hospital around college is no longer, you know, in, uh, around. And, but they had at the time uh, a clinic that I was able to intern at and I was able to get the clinical experience. I mean, learning not just about, you know, the routine uh, disabilities, but also people that had, I also saw cases where people had, you know, genetic problems and cerebral palsy and, you know, other maladies that you don't see in the regular public school system. So when I did begin uh, doing uh, 
the educational value, the valuations in uh, psycholo in the psychological area. Um, by that time, I had transferred into another district, uh, District 22, and I was working um, with at a school that was on uh, Coney Island, PS 222, that was on Coney Island Avenue and Newkirk. And so we had, you know, there were plenty of bi bilingual Spanish students, but there also were many uh, children that were Pakistani background that spoke Urdu. Now, of course, I couldn't test them, but I did get to, you know, learn about another culture and you know, what their, uh, you know, family makeup was like and different, uh, more, you know, mores, etc. So, um, you ended your, or how did your clinical practice go while you was at that school? Well, it went well. I, I stayed there for about nine years, but then there was a transfer plan that was, um, there was an opening that I could work in this neighborhood, you know, not exactly, you know, at my door, but at least I was in my uh, neighborhood area, and, and, and I was glad in a way because my mother was up in years, and, uh, you know, it was good to be around, you know, to know I was closer to home, to my own neighborhood. So I worked, um, I worked till um, 19, uh, two, excuse me, 2003, and I retired after, you know, that would have been 37 years of uh, working in the schools. So what, what do you like about this neighborhood? Well, I like uh, the fact that there are so many organizations you can belong to. Uh, you can, you know, they have, we have a local, the local papers, they always have something going on. You can, you know, join um, and do things. You can, uh, you know, and the libraries always have full programs. <laughs> which is a, you know, which is a big uh, boon to, you know, people of all ages. And, um, you know, I'm happy to, you know, to be here. Um, and I'm really um, honored to be, you know, asked to uh, give my story. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being here and, and sharing your story with us. Is there anything that you would like to um, share with future generations who may be interested in Fort Hamilton or the Bay Ridge community um, that you would like to lead? Well, I think uh, the most important thing is uh, being, uh, you know, take advantage of local theater, uh, different shows they have, uh, you know, avail yourself of the uh, parks are one of the, you know, are really, uh, we have a lot of parkland. There are a lot of activities going on. You can be, you know, you can really be outdoorsy. 
um, and enjoy, you know, you can have a, a healthy lifestyle here. And you don't, you know, it doesn't take. Um, Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to pass. I just got, I'm very upset about something. I can't focus. That's one, I think, a, a big strength. A big strength of Bay Ridge is that, you know, we have a nice waterfront, um, and you know, we also have a local community board that's very good. I happen to be a member of the local community board, and we meet um, ten times a year. What's the number? Uh, community board ten. Police and Public Safety Committee, and I'm also a liaison to for the board to Fort Hamilton Army Garrison. Mm -hmm. So you know, I get to see you know, which is you know, a very, which I'm very proud of to be able to represent the community board there and attend meetings and other things. So pretty much, we have the opportunity here to. Be involved. Yes, yes. Of course, the lovely waterfront. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jim. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you.